All right, In the Kitchen, episode 33, here on a beautiful Wednesday morning, and it is official news, guys. DeMar Hamlin has been discharged from the hospital after nine yeah, days. Yeah, this yeah. is great news. This is great news. It's great to hear. Uh, really remarkable, honestly. It's, re- it's really crazy um, how uh, I, it, it was for such a scary thing um, a week ago that he's already uh, out of the hospital. Um, just great news. No, it really is. Yeah. And I know we didn't get into a lot of the medical stuff of it, but like we've talked about it, you know, even, even my wife made a comment. She was like, man, that's, you know, that's what great care can give you. Uh, Timely care, uh, on-time care. Uh, So hats off to, you know, the Buffalo Bills, Cincinnati Bengals, uh, UC or University of Cincinnati Health. Um, Yeah. I mean, we're literally a week out, like a week out. He's at home. Yeah. Um, Nine, nine days. It's it's amazing. Nine days. Absolutely amazing. Uh, it's incredible, but uh, yeah, we have a uh, a big show here. Got a lot to talk about. We're gonna recap a little college football, uh, some college hoops, uh, and then talk a little uh, wild card weekend. Uh, but what's uh, uh, uh But this is our first show post college football. It's a sad one. Uh, there's now no college football until August. It's like what, like 180 some odd days, I think. Uh, if oh. it, it's, it makes me sick to my stomach. Um, but because of that. We're going to uh, recap our thoughts a little bit on college football. Uh, I've asked uh, my co-hosts here to bring uh, one thing they were right about and one thing they were wrong about this college football season. Uh, I, I how do you, I don't know how many how many guys did you guys actually bring? Because I have like eight things I could say right and wrong that I got. I brought one and one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So did I. I yeah, I, I know there's a million one. things yeah. we were all wrong about. So, but right, I just brought one. I, I'm gonna let. I, I think you guys. I'm. I'm going to assume that you guys have a few that are the same as me. So I'm going to let you guys go first, and hopefully you guys just take some of my points. But I might. I might throw in two. That's all okay. I'm going to say. I Don't might. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, who? Which one of you wants to go first? I'll do I'll it. Start now. Oh, okay. okay. Zach, right. hey. Zach, give, it, give hey. us it first. All right. One thing hey. you do. We. Yeah. Let's go. Or do we want to start? Let's. Let's start with this. Let's actually go. One thing we were right about. All of us. And, okay. And okay. then we'll go one thing wrong. Let's do, Let's do it. One thing we're right about. Um, you know, we talked, we've talked a lot about how the uh, SEC outside of the big, you know, however many is just kind of, let's just say mediocre. Um, we'll stick with the top. The SEC is still the most dominant conference in football, in college football. And to be honest with you, it is drastic. I mean, it is absolutely drastic. Um, I, I'll like, and I'll get to what I'm wrong about. But but TCU's a mediocre team in this conference, especially when you look at what this conference did at the end of the day. Um, Georgia, by far and away, you know, they're the best team in the country. Um, Alabama could have put up as many points as they wanted to against Kansas State. Tennessee was really, really good. South Carolina ended the year really good. LSU, they 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 literally could have put 100 points on, on Purdue in that bowl game. Uh, now, when, once you start getting to the back end, it gets a little you know shaky, but uh, Auburn's going to be back. Um, Florida's going to be back. This conference is still, still dominant. That's what was right. That's what was proven. Um, I have zero doubt. I mean, I guarantee in the next 10 years, you will have a all-SEC semifinals. Um Okay. But with that said, the 2022 season, the SEC is dominant. It is by far and a way the best conference. Uh, and that was proven again. And there's really no end in sight for it. Okay. 
right. I'm going nice. to, hey, is this a bad time for me to say that my right was that the SEC outside of two, two to three teams is pretty mediocre? No, that you're all right. You are right on that. Absolutely. <laughs> that, I mean, you, that was that was my first right. right. Was that I was dead. I was dead yeah. right about that. That outside of like I, I'd say it's Georgia, um, Tennessee, and then like uh, Alabama, three, like pretty mediocre. But that mediocre like, there's a lot. Still, there's a lot more mediocre like teams. Yeah, but but that mediocre is still better than most of college football. Right. Yeah. LSU's and, beating a lot of teams in the country. Yeah. Right. LSU like would Purdue, Purdue went to teams, yes. Purdue went to the Big Ten championship. They went to the Big Ten championship. Yeah, I mean, well, granted, like if Purdue, I mean, I think if Purdue played in the the East, they wouldn't correct, have a shot. But that, you know, uh, this is a this isn't um let's this it's more that's more of a statement on the uh, state of the Big Ten West than it is on uh, college football. But that a division of its own currently yeah. fighting its own battles. You're, but your point has been correct, like. The middle of the SEC is mediocre. However, that mediocrity is still way, way better than a lot. That mediocrity is way better than every team in the Big Twelve. Yeah. What? So, like, yeah. So, like, in my point, where I had written down, it's like teams like kind of like Ole Miss, like, um, like it's kind of like oh, like was it's a good team. It's just like okay though, like you know, like it, it was like it, the like South Carolina. Oh, yeah, and that was like part of my when I said I have eight points. Like a lot of these can be bundled down to like it's like one point really. Like I had Ole, like thing I was right about was Ole Miss isn't really that good. Like every every year, first eight weeks they look amazing. They're in the top ten. Then by week twelve, you're like, what happened to Ole Miss? I haven't heard about them in forever. Uh, and like you got teams like Kentucky. It's like starting in the top ten. Where'd they go? Arkansas started in the top ten. Where'd they go? Uh, you know, there's a lot of teams that it's like they were just like okay, you know. Yeah. It's not always like the like not every SEC team is like amazing. South Carolina, like end of the year strong, but like you know, it was still like what are they like eight and four, nine and three? Yeah. Did you guys see uh Spencer Rattler posted the Wolf of Wall Street clip? No. That which one though? Which clip? Uh, I'm not leaving. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Man. Real real clip. Come on. Spencer. Yeah. Come on. Always always you, push. You are not up. on that level, dude. Okay. Come on. Uh all right, Joey though. One thing you're right about. Uh, one thing I was right about, uh, Tennessee being a top 10 team. Would they finish? Six? You were very right about that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you were very right about that. Yep. We had yeah. a conversation yeah. very, about very that right in about one that. of our early podcasts. All that out of the gate. Yeah. Yeah. You were I very think that right might have been that. the first first hot take we had on this podcast. Yeah. That yeah. ended I, up not being a hot take. I believe I, uh, I called you delusional for saying that. <laughs> um, uh, no, they were a very good team this year. Yes. No, Tennessee was definitely uh, uh, back this year. Um yeah, and they, what's crazy is they might be better next year. They might be yeah, just yeah, as they, good. Uh, if I thought, healthy, they... Yeah, that that bowl game was really impressive. Uh, and and I think, go ahead. Oh, I, and I think it's 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 pretty much a fact now. Josh Heupel can coach. Yeah, I like yes. that guy. Uh, all right, let's let's circle back around then. One thing we're wrong about. So, uh, Zach, I was wrong about TCU. Now we're we're going to take away what happened on Monday night. <laughs> um. <laughs> I, I all like I thought they'd lose every single week. Like Brandon Walker is correct. That's a seven and five team they watched. However, they weren't. They went thirteen and zero. Um, okay. It was fun. It, like it, you know, they were not. It's not. They're not in the same tier. But they won every single game in front of them. And under the format of college football, they did what they had to do to get into the playoffs. They won a playoff game. They got to the national championship game. 
Uh, we're not. You know, we're done with talking about that. But I was wrong about TCU. I literally thought they would lose every single week after I saw them live against Colorado <laughs> and said, "Whoa, like, cool, that was fun." Boulder's a cool stadium. This team ain't going to the national championship. They did. I was wrong about TCU. Yeah. Uh, no, I think that's right. most people were wrong about TCU. I think we were we were kind of like. It, it is kind of funny that, like, I mean, that national championship game was, like, kind of all I needed, though, to be like, oh, no, I was actually right the whole time. Yeah. I was, but, I was actually right. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was actually yes, right. Yes, yes. I mean, like, uh, it was like the moment they played they a team. Michigan, uh, I mean, the moment they played a team that didn't, like, totally crumble and played, like, yep. a competent game. Like, Michigan played, like, the one of the, the, the worst games I've ever seen. Yeah. It was yeah. like they were tanking. It was like they were but taking for draft picks. Let's take that away. They still won it's all great the season games in front of them. Great, great season, season TCU. Great season. And, and look, we talked about <laughs> them a lot on this show. We talked about them a lot on this show. And I was wrong a lot about that team. And the most probably and I was wrong about you know anything we talked about in college football. So, yeah, great season TCU. was a lot of fun. Okay. Uh, Joey, wrong. Uh, I was wrong about Penn State. This was more out of frustration. Uh, I, but I just called them bad all season. Straight up, they were not bad. They were a really good team. That's a great team. That's <laughs> yeah, a fantastic that, team. That was a great team. Uh, Sean Clifford and all those guys, uh, they played really well. Winner of the Rose Bowl. Um, so I, I guess I got to give out my flowers. Congratulations, Penn State, on a good season. Yeah, yeah that's great. I had that in my uh, my right category. That was one of my yeah. uh, my potential rights because okay. I was really right about Penn State. There you um, go. Now, all right, my wrong was uh just uh and this is another one where I have like subcategories but the thing I was wrong about in the college, the 2022 college football season uh was the strength of the Pac-12. Uh I I thought the Pac-12 was going to be a really bad conference this year and they had a bunch of good teams. Uh specifically I think about people like Michael Penix Jr. Uh this was the first thing I wrote down and wrong was just I was what I was wrong about was Michael Penix Jr. I thought Michael Penix Jr. was a really bad quarterback. He turned out to be um like I put him on the Grand Allen Heisman, Heisman list. Watch. He yeah. he broke the se- um the single season passing yards record. He had a phenomenal season. He's coming back next year, probably gonna be like definitely in Heisman contention. Michael Penix Jr. was great. Bo Nix looked great this year after uh, I had been dogging on him uh in the years past. Um, like and then you had teams like UCLA looked great, Oregon State looked great. Um, like the Pac-12 as a whole became like a really yeah USC. Um, I, I can't believe I didn't even mention that. Like o- the Pac-12, Utah man. Yeah, Utah. Yeah, the Pac-12 was just loaded all of a sudden. I thought the Pac-12 was potentially um, like four or fifth, uh, or fourth or fifth in the uh, in the Power Five conferences, and the Pac-12 was insanely strong this year. Um, it's probably going to be the same next year. So uh, yeah, I was definitely wrong about the Pac-12 this year. Oh, they'll be, they'll be better next year. Oh yes, like, no, that's they'll, a they'll be deep great. conference next year. Yes, no, they'll, they'll be fantastic. Um, do you guys have like miscellaneous ones potentially coming to your mind? Things you're right and wrong about. Hmm. I think I got, uh, I got, as no, Auburn guys, we we kind of right at the beginning of this podcast talked about Bo Nix a little bit. Um, maybe oh, we're, we're I'm not going to even. Him. I'm not going to give you that, Joy. I'm not going to give you that. You guys Why were not? so mean to him. You guys called. No, him that's what I'm saying. We were wrong. Oh, we were wrong about. Oh, him. I thought you were saying you were right about him. No, I no you were saying like, oh, this was no, no, saying we were wrong. Oh, okay. yeah, no, that's All what right. I'm saying. We were wrong about scenery. Yeah, yeah, you're dead wrong. Change the scenery and it worked. You're dead wrong. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Um, I'm going to read off some other ones I had. Um, I just had a thing I was right about the ACC. It was not very good. There were not a lot of strong teams in the ACC. Oh, yeah, uh, there were some very, there were some good teams. There just wasn't really any great teams. They were just they, they had no one that really like peaked over. Like the best team in the ACC was like Clemson. 
Clemson. And, and they just like they never they never peaked to like the elite level. Uh, so I feel like I was right about them. Uh, I had a lot more wrongs. I'm gonna read off some wrongs here for you. Uh, Texas being like a top ten team with Quinn Ears, uh, that was wrong. That was an, uh, I really wanted to believe it. I was uh, I was lulled. I was fooled after they nearly beat Alabama at home with Hudson Card. I thought that uh, they were just going to rip through the rest of their schedule, and they didn't. Um, they they were a good team. They just weren't like a great team. Uh, they like they 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 were they're getting a little better. Uh, they'll probably have a good season next year, but uh, no, they weren't Losing the big Bijan, though. That sucks. Yeah, I mean, he didn't like contribute as much though this year as I think everyone thought he would anyway. But uh, no, they weren't like the Big Twelve championship uh, potential team that I thought they were. Um, uh, some someone I was kind of wrong about too. Uh, Will Rogers. Mississippi State quarterback. Uh, I thought he was going to be. I thought he was an elite quarterback. He's just a good quarterback. He's just okay. He's just okay. Uh, and then I, really wrong. Here's the most thing I was wrong about was Drake May. Oh my god, boy, was I wrong about Drake May. I I think I said here after they played Miami, uh, it's like week four, early in the season, week five maybe. Uh, I came on here. I was like, why are the announcers talking about like Drake May as a Heisman finalist potentially? I was like, who is this Drake May kid? Uh, and then, boy, was I wrong. Drake May is so, so good um, for being so young, too. Like, he'll definitely be in the conversation uh, for the Heisman next year in North Carolina. He put that team on his back. Uh, Drake May was played fantastic this year. So I am so sorry, Drake May, that I uh, was so wrong about you. I will never uh, do that again. <laughs> Anything else, guys? Oh, I was really right about Oregon State, by the way. I never said that. but Yeah, again, you called that really early. I was really right about early. Oregon State. And they're going to be even better next year. Yeah. Um, you're getting DJ over there, so uh, watch out for Pac 12. Pac 12 after go. dark is gonna be fun till August. Uh, oh, it's gonna be awesome! Yeah, Zach, did we uh, were we convinced Lane was coming to Auburn? Were we wrong about that one? Oh, we were 100% wrong about that. Oh, we were 100% I, yeah. wrong. That, that yeah. felt like a guarantee. That, I think I'm like pretty sure in November we guaranteed like uh-huh. four <laughs> weeks in a row, uh, that, that Lane Kiffin was coming to Auburn. Yeah. Uh, as, I mean, it didn't as, help that like he he wasn't denying it either. Oh, yeah. up until he up until, until he denied he it, and straight he, up until denied you knew, it. Like, but he like he apparently didn't get offered the job. That's that's why he denied it. Oh. But also, so did like so did America though. Like everyone exactly. got that wrong. Like I think it was pretty much assumed that he would go to Auburn by like most of like the uh, the intrigued college football fan base uh, was under the impression that Lane Kevin would be the next coach at Auburn. So I I don't really blame us for that. We yeah. we were victims. Of society, <laughs> we were victims to believe that Lane Kiffin would go to Auburn. Uh, I don't think that that's really our fault. Uh, yeah, so that that's college football, I guess. I'm sad now. I want to talk more college football, but I think we have to we have to stay relevant, guys. We have to talk about um, things that are relevant. But uh, college hoops is relevant, and I still like college hoops. So we're going to talk about that instead. Um, and so, not a, a ton happened since our last show. Uh, but so, but. Kind of like the big biggest thing I'm noticing that is that the Big Ten is beginning to cannibalize itself. Uh, the the Big Ten every time a team rises in the Big Ten, a another team in the Big Ten comes and knocks it down. Uh, you had uh, Michigan State uh, when beat Wisconsin on the road, like Maryland beating Ohio State, Iowa beat Rutgers as soon as they were kind of getting uh, high up. Like there's no, it, it's going to be really tough for a a Big Ten team to like to have a super strong record, I feel like, in conference. But is that necessarily a bad thing? Because at the end of the day, these these are very good basketball teams. See, I feel like we do this, like, and this is coming from a Big Ten guy. Like, I, I feel like every, like, 
I think it was like the 2021 season, like 2020 season was like Big Ten is so strong. It's like, wow, like eight teams ranked in the top 25. Then like all of them just like as soon as they got to tournament, like outside of like Purdue, like all like lost in the second round. So like, is it just like kind of like they all play each other like really competitive and like like pretty much Big Ten teams like all play like really sound defense, like all the games kind of look competitive. But like when they go outside of the conference and they might like struggle a little bit. You could be dead right. I mean, it's when you watch the Big Ten. Like, I hope you, not. I hope I'm I, not. exactly. Um, like I watch, I watch pretty much most of that Michigan State uh, Wisconsin game last night. Like it's it's good basketball. So like when you're watching it with like your eyeballs, you're like, wow, these teams are very good. Um, but you are right. Like the past couple of years when we've said that about the Big Ten, they get into the tournament and like. You know, I thought that Illinois team from a couple of years ago was stacked. And then they they I think they got to the Sweet 16 and then started struggling. Um it it is so tough to tell, right? Because you're watching good basketball. Michigan State's good, Wisconsin's good, Rutgers is good, Ohio State's good, Iowa, if they can start putting it together, they've had a good week. These are good basketball teams. And I think it's so tough to tell right now in January what's gonna happen in late March. Um, but yeah, I don't think it's a bad thing right now. I don't know if it's just because I'm being selfish because it's good basketball. Um, but yeah, that's kind it's of fun to watch. The Big Ten. Every game, every game is really competitive. Every game is really competitive for the most part. Uh, and it's kind of fun too because like the way the Big Ten has worked out, like now that you have like Northwestern of all teams is the top <laughs> of the Big Ten. The things I did not think I would say come January is that Northwestern was the number one ranked uh, number one team in the Big Ten for record. Like uh, there, I don't think Northwestern's ranked or anything, but. Uh, and this will probably change, but like, yeah, I mean, Northwestern, like, Factor Fiction has the best um, record in the Big Ten. Fact. They, they uh, do. Yeah. Also, by the way, uh, Iowa jumped 20, 20 spots in the net rankings after beating Rutgers. Nice. That's big. That's big for the program. <laughs> uh, up. Uh, other things, though, uh, Kentucky uh, lost a game to South Carolina yesterday as 20 point favorites. Uh, this is a South Carolina team that lost by 40 to Tennessee at home uh, just a few nights ago. Uh, so now this is back-to-back blowouts uh, in conference for Kentucky. Um, is this like kind of like – do I? It, it's tough with Kentucky because like I feel like Cal – like Cal, to say that Cal is a bad coach would just be crazy. That's, that's, that's insane. That's stupid. But also like Kentucky has just not been very good the past they few years. Like, I mean – like last year, I mean, they got like they somehow got like that super high seed, but then we saw what happened uh, with uh, a little school named St. Peter's. Uh, <laughs> but like, I mean, like Kentucky's losing like as twenty point favorites should just never be happening. Like Kentucky getting blown out by Alabama in basketball should just never be happening. And both of those things have happened within four days of each other. I was watching that game last night. I got I got two very interesting texts. One was from uh, Mr. Joey Bush in our group text mm. that says, I had it pulled up and then I pulled up the other one. Um, y'all text too much. Y'all, y'all, y'all send out too many late night texts while I'm sleeping. Yeah. Uh, but it says something along the lines that the SEC has figured out um, Oscar, Oscar and they shooter. just don't have the, yeah, they don't have the shooters around it. It's a great, Kentucky shot five. There was at one point with like four minutes left in the game, they had shot five three pointers, five three pointers in a, basketball game in 2023 that is that's a coach that does not believe in his players okay that's also players that don't believe in themselves like you should shoot like you should be firing up five threes within the first you know five ten minutes of a a modern day like elite level basketball game 
Right. Uh, so that's one text. The other text, and this is the scary part about Kentucky because they always live in your head. Um, I am texting with uh, Jay House after the Auburn game, and he sends a text that says Kentucky lost. And I said, yeah, I watched most of that game. Kentucky is not a good basketball team right now. His response is, yeah, that would be super nice if they are not a good basketball team when we play them. Like, they always <laughs> live in your head because yeah. it is Kentucky. Because Cal yeah. is a great basketball coach. Yeah. Like, and it is also – it's a team period. full of, like, four and five stars. Recruits. Exactly. Yeah. Like they were exactly. Cl- they're clearly capable of being very good. But, but they're also I mean, capable of losing to South Carolina. Like, correct. As 20-point favorites. Yeah, I mean, it was rough. I mean, I mean, South Carolina literally tried to give that game away and could. <laughs> Ooh, sorry. Oh boy. I uh, literally tried to give that. Yep. Oh. Uh, literally tried to give that game away and couldn't. Um, yeah, just Kentucky's not that good right now. Now that could change, like you said, Graham, because they got four or five star players. Yeah. Um, Did, uh, go ahead. I know we're talking about Kentucky. I was just wondering on the on the broadcast last night, the South Carolina was talking about one of their freshmen. Uh, is he 17? Did he reclass and he's 17? He did, yes. Yep. He um, was uh it was actually down to South Carolina and Auburn. Oh no, no, no. He uh, I think originally committed in North Carolina, opened his recruitment back up. And then it came down saying. to Auburn and South Carolina. Um so yeah, he should be a senior in high school. Wow. Yeah, what's his yeah. name? That's pretty uh, impressive. Uh I don't know his name. I would love to know his name though. I should have it's great radio. Should have looked this up. Right, it is, yeah. I got it. What is it? Is the power of the Google machine? Jackson, GG Jackson. That is it. There it goes. Yeah, GG Jackson. GG Jackson. Uh, look out for Jackson. Jackson. Uh, South Carolina game. Seventeen-year-old. Uh, yeah, I think he was. Uh, I think he's supposed to be. He, he, was, he was like a top five player if he was still playing in high school basketball right now. Well, that's okay. pretty impressive. He's playing. Uh, Oklahoma got uh, had a chance of glory last night to defeat the Kansas Jayhawks uh, on the road in the field house and uh, just got – the moment was too big for Oklahoma. <laughs> moment was too big for them. Uh, they had a, a comfortable uh, lead going into the last five minutes, and Kansas just turned it on. They went on like a 12-2 run. Uh, and it just uh, they did their thing of, of can- their Kansas thing, and just they were just better than everyone. They just were uh, the overall better team and pulled away for victory. But uh, that was pathetic from Oklahoma. You had all you had every chance to put this team away. You had the chance to put the nail in the coffin to get a signature win that the Oklahoma Sooners really needed in this basketball season, and they just choked it. There's no sugarcoating it. It was pathetic. Those guys really needed a win too. They've they've got nothing rolling in Norman right now. They're like football, basketball. Oh yeah, they just needed morale. They just yeah, needed- the whole campus just needed that one, but they didn't get it. Yikes. Grant, you're you're dead. Like it's it's literally as simple as they weren't ready for the moment. I, I mean, Kansas went on an 18 4 run to end the game. Easy buckets. Easy bucket. They were all layups. And in a moment too, they were all you think they, they were would all be like ones. In a moment too, where you'd be like, "Hey guys, we have Kentucky, the number two team on the country, on the ropes in their own building. Uh, let's maybe lock it in. Let's." They just needed. Like, they needed one basket and one stop, and they couldn't get any of them. Is that more? Guys, just, uh, is that potentially just Kansas is just really good? Is that just like Kansas is that good, or is that Oklahoma just Oklahoma themselves? They Oklahoma, they weren't ready for the moment. Like your point is dead. Like you, if 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 
if Grady Dick comes out and hit four, th- four straight threes during that run, then we got a different conversation. But they literally gave up open layups or open or like and ones on in that run. And then they just completely went away from their offense. Like they were just taking crap shots that past four minutes of the game. Um, you know, Kansas is very good. There's no denying that. But like Oklahoma gave this game away. Oklahoma was not ready, not ready to beat the number two team in the nation. Grady Dick is kind of a funny guy because I think everyone wanted him to be like the new Grayson Allen, like just like really hateable basketball guy. But I feel like he's almost like he's like the totally turned around. Yeah, like I think everyone <laughs> just likes him now. Like, oh, hey, it's Grady. Oh, that's pretty cool. He's pretty good at this basketball thing. Yeah. Uh, like he kind of he beat the case. Like he did Going it. Into hero. Yeah, he 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 beat it. Uh, I don't know. I mean, like I still think that Kansas is really good, though. That this team's really good. Oh, yeah. Like I still think that they should be number one, but uh, yeah, I mean the moment was there for Oklahoma. I, I thought they were going to do it, and they they couldn't do it. I was a little disappointed. You guys remember that guy on uh, Instagram? He's probably on TikTok too. Uh, like right at the beginning of football season, he's just like breaking down film. He's like supposed to be a coach in a locker room. He's like, moment's too big, piss down your leg. Oh, you Coach Thirty guys videos. Yeah, yeah. it's Coach Thirty. Love he's that like guy. just like your mama did or whatever guy. Uh, he uh, hey, you know, he needs to just do a video on just the last four minutes of that entire game. Yeah, no. I, hey, he's got a lot of TCU footage he's working on for that national championship game right now. He's breaking down a lot of film. Uh, Coach bullets. Thirty, there's that. Jeez. No, I love uh, I love Coach Thirty. Uh, he's awesome. Uh, the Kent State Golden Flashes <laughs> in the year 2023 are kind of good. At basketball, guys, uh, they are now thirteen and three, and they, basically, nice. every, I can't fault them for any loss that they've actually had. These are their losses. All right, tell me which one of these is bad. On the road at Gonzaga, lost by seven. At Charleston, lost by two. At Houston, lost by five. That's a- every other, and then they've Dang. taken care of business in every other game they've played. Like I, I you, it, I think the Kent State Golden Flashes need to be ranked in twenty twenty three. Do they have any good wins? Thirteen of them. Yeah, they've they've won thirteen. <laughs> okay, games. but are they beating anyone crazy? Uh, probably not. But I like. I mean, we said Portland I, was a good team, right? They beat Portland. Yeah, I mean, they were a good team for a week during that uh or <laughs> that uh yeah. um Phil Knight tournament. That was really cool. But the, I think the moment has sailed on that one. But the Kent State. I'm just saying, like, uh, if we're like doing a mid-majors power rankings. Like, Kent State's got to be up there. Oh, Kent- this is a definition of a frisky team right here. Well, they were my frisky team of the week. Yeah. Um, back when we were doing that, they were one of yeah. my frisky teams of the week. No, I remember. Um, but no, I mean, I think not a lot of podcasts are going to come talk about the Kent State Golden Flashes and their remarkable season to this point. But we are going to talk about them because I think they deserve attention. Like, that's a pretty impressive resume. So I got the uh, mid-major uh, rankings pulled up. Uh, Are these your rankings? No, this is from College Insider. Oh, okay. Uh, Collegeinsider.com. Oh. Oh, okay. Um, so, of course, we got Gonzaga, which uh, didn't necessarily count. So we'll go you know, Gonzaga 1, Charleston 2, St. Mary's 3, our fighting golden flashes at number 4. Okay. Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. I think so. I. it's tough when they've lost to two of those teams. So it, yeah, it makes I mean, those yeah. it makes those rankings a little easier. But like I mean, that's a that's a competitive two losses. That that that's two losses decided by nine points to two ranked teams on the road too. Uh, I don't know. So I'm just saying when we circle back to the Kent State Golden Flashes here in March, 
and they're playing like they're a 12 seed and they're playing, I don't know, like uh, Kentucky, let's say <laughs> um, a team or uh, some other, like, I don't know, Illinois. Um, someone who's like a little shaky Miami. In, in, in Miami. Yeah. It, and and it, you're getting like 10 points. It's going to be really tough to not pick the golden flashes. We could be, I, right. I mean, there's always I, that. Team. My, the, postseason, really want, want my, the, the postseason strategy for football was to trust the Mac team. And I don't know if that translates directly to basketball, um, but it might be this year. It <laughs> might be the time for the golden flashes. Uh, let's hope that this continues to happen. Um, while we're on the subject of frisky teams, the College of Charleston in 2023 is a ranked team. Uh, they are 16 and one right now. Uh, now, granted, I, I will say so. This is recorded on Wednesday morning. They have a game against UNC Wilmington tonight. That if I'm just looking at the game, it seems like a total trap for the College of Charleston. So we might be—I don't want to jinx them—but it might be 16 and two College of Charleston when this comes out. Uh, but regardless, it's they're ranked. It's cool. Uh, I, I like the College of Charleston. They have like practice footage. Um, that comes out every week. They're just so fired up at practice every time. Coaches, uh, nice. they 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 do like the whole a whole like entrance like it's a game to practice. It's Ooh. awesome. Uh, I'm a big fan of the College of Charleston. I, I hope that they make the tournament this year. Uh, I was really looking forward to potentially seeing them in the tournament last year. But uh, this this team's really fun. Of, of the mid majors, this might be the most fun mid major. Yeah, I mean they had a pretty good non conference schedule that hopefully will help them kind of. Um... You know, if you know, look, it's like it's, it's hard to win basketball games, and it's it's hard to win them in these conference tournaments when you're expected to win by twenty. I mean, you see it every single year. Um, so hopefully, they did enough, and just they got to keep winning, though. I mean, that's you know, like you said, this is a very good basketball team, but like four losses might get them out of the tournament, um, which that's, you know, it sucks. Yeah, that does stink. Hey, but statement wins. Statement Sta- wins. Statement yeah. win over Kent State. Yeah. It's hey, a good win. Yeah, no, absolutely. They won the Charleston Invitational. Exactly. Yeah. Good wins. Uh, I don't know. I just, my notes for College of Charleston was just College of Charleston very cool. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool to be a fan of the very College cool. of Charleston right now. Um, yeah. And so we can kind of potentially take this time to be uh, a little selfish and talk about uh, our own teams like we do for college football. Uh, my team has not played a game since uh, our last podcast. Uh, they have a game coming up uh, on Thursday when this comes out. Uh, I'm going to deem it a must win. It is at home. It is against the Michigan Wolverines. Uh, mm. I like, like we mentioned, the Big, the Big Ten, anyone can really win any night in the Big Ten. There's a lot of really competitive teams. Uh, I, like Iowa needs to win pretty much every game at home for the rest of the yeah. year because like they like they just can't like really fumble any more of these opportunities. Uh, they have to win a lot of Big Ten games. Uh but like I, I'm definitely optimistic. I was very, I was a little bummed, like two weeks ago. But now, after two good wins, I am very optimistic about the Iowa Hawkeyes. I like it. Nice. I like it. Yeah. Um, so good. yeah, like I said, my team has not played a game, but Auburn, the Auburn Tigers have played a game. Uh, they played yeah, they Ole Miss. They played Ole Miss. We last have. Night yeah. In, in what I can only assume was a library. Uh, it was, <laughs> that was terrible. It was Zach. Dead. Were you listening uh, to the broadcast? I didn't listen to the broadcast, so I don't. I, I don't have ESPNU, so I was watching it on my phone, and then mm-hmm. just kind of like uh, between like text. You know, I'm in a group text with my uh, my brother. Doesn't travel to some games, uh, so he didn't travel to this. So I'm in a group text with my mom and dad and brother, um, kind of following along. Uh, I did see like the halftime. Like it literally looked like nobody was there. 
which is awesome for an SEC road. Like, it doesn't matter. It says win next to Auburn, and it's an SEC road game. Road game. I don't care if 15 people were there. Well, it's we uh, it, it looks like no one was there because no one was there. Because yeah. no one was there. Uh, because no one was in Oxford. Uh, and it was more too like I mean, so this is ESPNU. This is a ESPN game. These this is yeah. a this is prime television. And like the I I was talking to Joey about it. like the announcers took their sleepy time tea before this game. They were just <laughs> they were asleep the whole time. It didn't matter any highlight that came on the screen. They were just dead asleep. Uh. Like it, 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 it was weird. Like it felt like I was watching like SEC plus. It felt like I was watching like a bootleg stream with like it was like watching yeah. a Division three game where they just find like any students yeah. to do the play by play. Like it, it was shocking. Like it was yeah, shocking. Totally. At one point, they said uh, it, it's so hard to get a road win in the SEC, which they were right. Uh, but this did not feel like a road game. This felt like a neutral site. What is the what's the easiest place to play in the SEC? Probably Ole Miss. Miss. Yeah, I'd say Ole Miss. Vanderbilt, maybe? Uh, No, because that court's kind of goofy. It's weird. So it it always causes issues. It's huge. And the the sidelines are on. No, stop. Uh, um, The the sidelines are on the inlines. So you're literally yelling at the other side. Um, That's always a difficult place to play. So I'd say probably Ole Miss. Vanderbilt, tough place to play. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Vanderbilt, yeah. I mean, when they're good, I'll they're take decent. It. Yeah, yeah. Was it, is what's his name's kid that's still there? Like Scotty Pippen's kid? No, nah, Scotty Pippen plays yeah. for the Lakers right now. Okay, uh, yeah. he was actually here. In Denver, he was really good. Yeah, yeah he no, was. He, he was really he good. Uh, Darius, Darius Garland played for him. Um, also for the Cavs. Now, I mean, they've had some really good talent come through there. They just haven't had one through eight talent. They've had one talent. Are, um, are, you, are we feeling? How are we feeling optimistically about? Auburn, because you guys were a little down on them. You were a little like, this team can't shoot. Uh, this team can uh, – it's bend, don't break defense, and that's it. How, how are we feeling now? Look, that Georgia game literally one week ago was awful. Like, And that was kind of a culmination of how we've played the first – you know, like most of the first part of the season. Um, Georgia's going to be decent. Mike White's a really good coach, former coach of Florida. Now, they're, he's going to – they're going to be competitive in the next couple of years. But we played awful. It was the same thing. It was lots of turnovers. It was terrible shots. It was low field goal percentage from both twos and threes. Um, the past two games, and it's – I don't know what – you know, maybe I can get it out of uh, a J House of what's been going on in practice, what they've talked about, but it's like back to the basics. Like stop turning the ball over. You're more athletic than the other team. Play well. You play defense. Score easy buckets. And it's been like that second half last night. I don't care who we're playing against. It's an SEC win. It's a win we should we should win that game as an Auburn basketball program. And they did. They came out and, and it was a very impressive second half. Um, we got another winnable game on Saturday against Mississippi State at home. Um, yeah, I'm looking at your guys at four and one. I'm looking at your guys' schedule right now. Your next five games. There's yeah, no reason Auburn shouldn't good. go five and zero. Oh. It's, and it's that's for us, and yeah. that's the great because you I mean look if we can get to that not that nine win mark in the SEC as quickly as possible that is that is puts us in a fantastic position so just you have, win the basketball game your games are versus Mississippi State who's twelve and three by the way but they've been they're that, I think one and three in the SEC it is at home uh, at LSU at South that's... Carolina versus Texas A and M and then. Couple uh, two weeks away, but sneaky, sneaky spot at West Virginia. Yep. 
Yeah. Could be sneaky. They Could have be. Iowa legend Joe Toussaint on that team. <laughs> Gritty player. He's a dog. Watch out. I'm saying it's Joe, mean, if, Joe, if Joe Toussaint hits a three in your face, I'm, I'm sorry. No, that's a tough place to play. Like, <laughs> like, like Press Virginia, if you're not like prepared for that, that's, that's, that's a tough, tough matchup. Coach, but, Coach like, Huggins. Oh, yeah. I mean, legend. For all, this Auburn basketball team, it's a math problem. It's it's how many like what can we do to get the nine, ten, or eleven SEC wins? And like you just said, you rattled off that schedule. Like, okay, one of those is the non-conference, but th- those are four. Those are four winnable. Like it didn't like oh we can go two and two. Like we sh- like if we're prepared, we play like we have the past two days. We that should be a four no stretch, and that puts us at what seven and one in the SEC. Uh, um, I forgot to. I forgot yeah. to uh, uh, mention. Does this so if those five games are really easy? Does that mean your next five are like super hard? Because you have to play the tough teams eventually. Yes. Oh yeah. No, we got. Yeah, no, we've like got. we got Alabama on the back your, half. Is your February just like impossibly it's brutal? Hard? It's brutal. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking, yeah, I'm so looking at it. Have, uh, Georgia, and then Tennessee, and then A and M again, and then Bama, and then Missouri. Okay. Yeah. So, so that's. Yeah, so that won't be, and then Kentucky kind of somehow in there. Your last, your last, your March is really tough. Within three days of each other, you guys play Alabama and Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, SEC ball is going to be fun. Uh, I don't know. I think you guys are. You'll be okay. I think. Uh, yeah. I think you guys are solving some of your problems that uh, were existing. But I mean, uh, these, these two big, like going even going one and one in this past stretch. Like, if, if we would have lost last night, I'd be like, oh, here we go again. But like. <laughs> Put, especially that second half we had, um, it was, it was very so impressive. Good. It was, uh, it was well, it was nice. So Wendell Wendell Green, I've never really seen anyone dribble the ball like he does. He's very impressive, um, getting around guys and just making things happen. Um, but when he's off shooting, I feel like it kind of takes the whole team off kilter a little bit. That's a great um, point. And so, like, he had twenty three buckets last night, twenty three points, um, mm-hmm. and that really helped. Uh, but the connection with him and Janai Broom, so him and Walker Kessler last year uh, was really big for our team. So if he can just get it to the big man efficiently and allow Janai Broom to work, I think that that was really important in the second half, something they did really well. And then also Alan Flanagan, getting him going. Um, like I think he's a vital vital part of our, our whole team, a uh, veteran guy. And uh, if we get him going, it's it's going to be hard to stop us. But I think those are some of the keys we need to continue to do like we did in the second half yesterday. No, great. I mean, Joe, you said in the practice with me, Alan Fanagan, when he's at practice, looks like looks like an NBA player. Um, and in the past two games, he's I mean, he's he played, did last night. And I was going to say, in the past two games, he's he's played to what he should be in Alan Fanagan. And we've talked about, like, if if the rest of the team is off, you can give Jernon Broom 40 points. But when you got – even one of those guys hitting, like a window green was last night, but then you got two of them. Janai Broom is a very, very good basketball player. Yeah. But he's not when we're missing all of our open threes. And 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 right. seeing the past two nights when we're having at least one or two other players contribute, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's it's the basketball team we should expect from Walmart. Well, I was I was kind of scared the beginning of the game, uh I think it was like eight to seven or something, and Janai Broom had all seven points. And I yep. was like, okay, we're not gonna be able to shoot this game. They're gonna eventually figure out how to stop him. He has to come out of the game at some point, right? Uh, but then we turn it around. So, yeah, I mean, even you know, the second half was was pretty much a dominant. But even yeah. us getting, I think we were down one at halftime. Even at that point, I was like, you know, we we're like, well, we were down nine. I think it got to like 
19 yeah. to 10 at one point, and then we were down one. I was like, okay, this like let's come out and and just like pedal, you know, hit the gas pedal right out of the gate the second half. No, it was fun. Here's was- another thing I forgot to mention, by the way. I hate this team. Not Auburn. This team of us to talk about. I hate them. I do not like them. I think they're a bunch of jerks. Oh, I know what's coming. They're very rude. The Iowa State Cyclones <laughs> might just be a good team. They might just be really good. Uh, and it's a shame for them because they're they're really good team. Still can't beat Iowa. They get throttled by Iowa uh, without their best player. Uh, so it's it's okay. You can have your accomplishment. But, I mean, uh, ultimately, uh, when it comes down to Iowa versus Iowa State, we know uh, where the true victories lie. Uh, but this team's actually, like, if we're just talking about the relevance of college basketball, this Iowa State team is definitely it needs to be discussed. They're pretty good. We talked about the you know Big Ten cannibalizing itself. I mean, the Big Twelve there's a lot, a lot of good basketball teams that are starting to shape up. We know talked about yeah. the depth of the SEC, the depth of the Big Ten. Big Twelve's got a there's a lot of talent, especially with Kansas State just playing really really good basketball. Yeah, uh, I mean, like it, if we're thinking the Big Twelve, we're thinking uh, top top echelon teams there. Uh, what what do we think? What do we got? We got Texas. Uh, for now, but I Kansas. still don't know what the coach Kansas, Kansas Iowa State. State, and then Kansas State. Like those are four top ten teams. TCU is also uh, ranked right now. Yeah, so. TC, I mean TCU is on the rise as well. There's definitely there's so the, I'd say there's about five teams in the Big Twelve uh, that are definitely all like contenders to be like dangerous tournament teams right now, which is really good. Like that conference isn't that big. It's only like it's only like nine teams. Like that most of the conference is really really good. That's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. No? Yeah, I, I was actually going to bring this up earlier uh, when we talked about this. I, I, I do think the Big 12's one of the best teams right now. That, what, would we just say five ranked teams? Um, and like you Grant, said, Grant, Iowa State is on the on the ups. I watched their game versus TCU, and they dominated that whole game. I think TCU led for 10 seconds of that game. So, Yeah. And uh, we'll see. I mean, all these guys, uh, uh, all these guys are gonna um, are gonna play each other soon. Like we got TCU is gonna play UT uh, later tonight. Uh, like then this gets released, we'll know the result of that. Uh, Iowa State is gonna play Kansas uh, here soon. Like it's, it, all this is gonna figure itself out as well. Like we get to see right. all these guys play each other within within a week. So it'll be uh, really interesting to see. Um, uh, uh, Zach's gonna uh, dip out here for a second. He's got to take a call. Um, but. Uh, and and the, uh, uh, right as we're at, uh, we're about to transition to, but uh, um, we'll, we'll we'll let him uh, fill, fill in a little bit here. So, um, you, you we want to talk football, Joey? Yeah, let's we got playoff football. football this weekend, Joey. Oh baby, I'm excited. We have playoff football. It's super super wild card weekend here, um, Joey. There's only 13 football games left. That's devastating news, man. I, we have to appreciate to every that. single one of these games. When is the when is the XFL coming back on? I think it was the 23rd. I need some spring ball. I will say, like, I get it. There's like the USFL and like there's the XFL, but it doesn't. It's it's nothing like it, it's not the same. NFL. It's yeah, not the no, same. Definitely not. Like, I can't be fooled. Um, but uh, it, we, we need to appreciate these games, Joy. Some of these games, people are just going to be like, it doesn't matter. These matter. Right. These are important games. Uh, and it all starts on Saturday. The Seahawks are plus 14 at the 49ers. I'm going to say that this is the saddest game of Super Wild Card Weekend because uh, this could be the Lions. This could have been the Lions. This, it's not uh, the Lions. It should have been the Lions. Uh, but what what are we thinking here, Joey? 14 is a lot of points. 
14 is a ton of points. Um, and uh, like, I don't know how efficient that offense have been, but Geno Smith is now the the Seahawks passing yards leader all, all time, right? He just surpassed he Russell Wilson. He did. Yeah. So that uh 14's a lot of points. Is this is is this the situation where G- is Geno Smith ready to write pack? He said everyone wrote him off. He's gonna write pack. Is this it? Are you saying uh they might win? Is that what you're trying to say? I'm not saying they're gonna win, but I, I'm saying that my pick is going to be the Seahawks uh plus two touchdowns here. Uh I I think that that's way too much for a playoff game. I, the I 40, there, there's no way this stays at two touchdowns, right? I I mean, I don't know. The 49ers are really good. <laughs> they're really they are, good, Joey. They're, they're That's a really good, good team, man. Uh, but I don't know. I think Pete Carroll's too good of a coach to lose by two more than two touchdowns in the playoffs. Uh, I think the Seahawks are uh, like they they have a they're like a they're a competitive team, and, yeah. and they're not a great team. They're just a competitive team. They can no, give people point. scares, and I feel like with like the season on the line. Seahawks can keep within two touches. Like they can lose this game by ten. I would see that totally reasonably happening. That's still a two possession. Two, they lose by two possessions, and you're fine. Uh, I just like, and then also like, I mean, the 49ers could totally roll them, but like, I don't know. Like it's Brock Purdy in the playoffs. Like I don't know. Like Geno Smith just has a swagger about him. Like it's hard for me to want to get in front of two touchdowns with the 49ers here. I'm gonna take a gamble. I'm gonna take the 49ers. Uh, I want to. Crazy. I'm. I know. I'm. You're crazy. I'm excited to see how Brock Purdy plays. Uh, I mean, I'm assuming George Kittle will have another two touchdowns this week. Uh, so you got to count for that. And then whoever else wants to score uh, for the 49ers. Uh, but Grant, you're right. The Seahawks are always competitive. Pete Carroll's a great coach. Uh, and that line is huge. Uh, but I'm still going the 49ers. Okay. Uh, Zach good. is back. Hey, Zach, is Geno Smith riding back? Uh, for the win, I don't see that. For the the number, yeah, this is a huge number against a team that, like, I'm a I'm a huge Pete Carroll guy. I mean, I think, you know, not to get into details about, you know, I, I think he should be admitted into the Hall of Fame the day he decides to retire. No five year wait period, just in. Um, I just can't. Seattle's not losing this game by fourteen points. They're not. They did. They got too much pride. They got talent. I, I think the 49ers are the best team in the NFL right now. Um. But dude, I mean, Pete Carroll's gonna—he's gonna have some up his sleeve. He's gonna make this game ugly. He's gonna do whatever he can to keep his team in it. Um, I, I mean, the Forty Nineers just got way better talent. They're getting healthy. Um, but it's—it's it's Pete Carroll's Seahawks. They've been doing this for what almost ten years now. Um, I, I do—I I love big numbers, but I don't—I don't like this number at all. Um, uh, it's Seahawks. Yeah, I will say, I forgot to mention this while we opened up. I would like to think that I know football pretty well. I know it reasonably well. Uh, I'm probably far from expert, but I feel like I know a little bit of what I'm talking about in terms of as a, as a fan, as a, as a view, spectator of this game. I don't think I'm going to get a single game right in wildcard weekend. That's I don't think not, I'm going to get any of these right. Great. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to get a single one of these right. I'm just it's just like right week now. 18. Isn't just that like, the glory of it? Though? I don't think I'm going to get any of these right. I'm de- like my pick is the Seahawks, and none of these are going to be right. I'm just going to say that right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm like, yeah, this is sad. I, I stand by the saddest game of the day. Uh, is do the- we want to make this a competition, like, no. uh, like a bull game challenge, <laughs> yeah, like a playoff challenge? Nope. <laughs> no, uh, okay. The nightcap for Saturday will be the Chargers versus the Jaguars. The Jaguars are hosting a playoff game, guys. This is great. Yay. Um, 
Uh, here's a question for you guys. Am I still right about the Chargers if they lose? Yeah, I think you are. I, I think yeah. if they lose in this spot, like they, they've got to get over this hump. Like eventually they got to get to say an AFC championship. Yeah, they got to like get to a Super Bowl. Um, I think you'd be right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so for those that don't know, my statement on the Chargers all year has been that they're just like, uh, they're a little bit of a lie that they're this elite team, that they're going to make playoff runs every year. And now they're in the playoffs. And the, all they got to do is beat the Jaguars to start making a run. So uh, they're poised to do it. Uh, they're very capable of doing it. Um, I And because I'm just sticking with my guns, I'm going to take the Jaguars, but I absolutely hate it. I don't, I, I'm excited to watch this game, but I don't feel really confident about this, especially being that the Jaguars beat them by 20 uh, in like week three, and then now they're underdogs. doesn't make me feel great. That doesn't make me feel good about this. Um, but I don't know. It's... I, I would like to see the Jaguars win this game over, instead of the Chargers. I'm going to go with what my heart wants. It's the Jaguars. Um, so last week, there was a lot of criticism on the Chargers for leaving their starters out way too long. And it actually led to uh, uh, Mike Williams got hurt, right? Got a little back injury. Okay. Um, and so it, I don't know where to go with that because it could mean they're super ready. Or like, they they could just have gotten one of their star receivers hurt, and now they're going to lose to the Jaguars. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, I mean that makes so, sense. Uh, I I could see I could see your concern there, uh, but I don't know. It, it is like the debate though: rest versus rust. And they went for um, they went no rust. So I I it, it where other teams are going are kind of trusting that. So but I think they that might have uh, sacrificed their number two wide receiver. Yeah, but I don't know. I I pick the Jaguars. That is my answer to that that statement. Yeah, I'm also gonna pick the Jaguars. Shoot, okay, Zach, are you picking no. the Jaguars? <laughs> I am. Oh boy. Okay, that's not good. That's not good. Yeah. Uh, Sorry about that. Can you elaborate I, I just, on it. I don't trust the Chargers in these spots, and and I try. And I, I hate being the person like. I hate people that are like, oh, well, last year, the year before, the year before. But, but like, it's a proven track worker. Um, they're traveling across the country. They're playing a good Jaguars team. Like, they're playing a Jaguars team that can cause a lot of trouble. And, and Jaguars at home, that's a like I, that game from last Saturday. The environment was awesome. Um, I, I, I think it's a good spot. Well, let's not use good. I, mm. I think it's the Jaguars game to win. I uh, last on our recap episode too. I, I was talking about how the Jaguars defense really stepped up, and I think that'll be important too. Um, and and if Trevor Lawrence can play like he has four out of the last five games, then I think this these guys are going to be just fine. They can get past That's the stream. They can so. be just fine. Yeah. On Sunday, it starts off with the Dolphins plus nine at the Bills. Uh, officially, as of about an hour ago. Uh, there will be no Tua in this game. Tua is out. He did not meet the concussion protocol. Probably good. Uh, <laughs> even if he met it, I would have been like, are you sure? You want to double yeah. check? Um, I think that they made the right move there. And it's probably good too because, like, I mean, like we're going to break down the game here in a sec. But, like, I think if you're Tua or if you're the Dolphins, you're like, okay, we're playing the Bills. We're probably not going to win. Do we really want to risk our, like, franchise potential guy, like, after all of this, like, head trauma this season for one game? That we're probably going to lose. Is that just like a loser yeah. mindset that I have, or is that? Well, what do you think? You got to think these like this is what these guys live for, right? 
So if you're Tua, you're probably, well, I mean, maybe you're concerned about that business decision, but you probably want to play in the playoffs. That's, that's what you've been training for your whole life. And that's, that's what you're there to do. Um, You definitely want to play in the playoffs. Yeah. But it's a business. And if you're, if, if your investment and your asset goes out there again and gets hurt and you're back at square one, then look, this isn't a good spot. Like whatever happens and, and, like, I won't regret this. Say, like, this isn't a good spot for the Dolphins. So, yeah, you want to make the playoffs, you want to make the upset. But, like, I don't think it's necessarily the worst thing on hitting, like, getting getting out of this game Sunday, whatever happens. Say you lose and hit the reset button. And you you still, like, you got a lot of building blocks uh, from this year going into next year. Yeah. Um. So, let's, let's make some picks up. So, are we trusting Skylar Thompson, do- new no. Dolphins QB? Absolutely no. not. They I'm put up the, what did they take the, eleven I, points last week. That was not good against the Jets, who have a really good defense. But you know who else does the Bills? The Bills also have a really good defense, and the the Bills have a good offense too. So like you're asking <laughs> well, that's Scott what Thompson to, yeah. to score with Josh Allen. I, I don't see it happening. Yeah, I, I wrote down yesterday the Dolphins. I now I'm really scared because I thought Tua was going to play in in my heart. I I, I I really believed uh, Tua was going to play, but uh, now now I don't know how you can I can't stomach it. And like I said, I'm going to get every single one of these games wrong. I'm going to get every single one of these games wrong, but I can't stomach it. I can't do there it. There could be some weird weird stuff going on where no one just scores. What's the weather? It's going to be 28. Now nah, the the Bills are going to score for sure. Yeah, no, it'll be fine. Uh, are we all taking the Bills? Is that what we're all doing? Yes. This is bad. Okay. All um, right. All right. Well, let's, I think we might have some parody though in this next upcoming game. Uh, Giants plus three at Vikings rematch from a couple weeks ago. Um, here's a fun fact about uh, this game: in 2023, either Kirk Cousins or Daniel Jones will win a playoff game. Fact. <laughs> That's a fact. One of them has to. One of them has to win a playoff game. Uh, I. This is like. I, this might be game of the day. This is a great. I'm very excited for this game. This one should be fun. This should be really uh, fun. And also terrifying. I think we mentioned last time the Vikings were favored. Uh, that's the only time they've been blown out, right? Is every time they're favored? No, it's or, uh, or is every, it the other way around. It's the other way around. Okay. When the other okay. team's okay. favored. That makes me feel a lot better about what I was going to do in this game. What were you going to do? I was going to take the Vikings. Oh, okay. Three. Yeah. I mean, that's totally reasonable. Uh, they've been a yeah. very good team. Uh, how much... Are you accounting for the Michael Strahan hype video that the Giants released this morning? Ooh, you know, I did not take that into account. How much what are I you did take into, into account, account was Kirk Cousins will not be playing in prime time. So, yeah, that is true. Uh, this is that is very scary for this game. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Giants in this game. Uh, I know it's crazy to think that uh, Daniel Jones could potentially win a playoff game in 2023, but uh, he's playing Kirk Cousins. Uh, it seems equally as crazy to think that uh, in 2023, uh, Kirk Cousins will be winning playoff games. But uh, I mean, I thought the Giants should have beat him the first time on the road. Uh, they were very capable of doing it. Uh, I thought that they, they should have beat them. And now it's pretty much the same situation. And I think that there's a really good chance the Giants go out there and beat them. Like, I think that we've seen the Vikings have a lot of problems. Uh, I don't, the Giants aren't problem free, but I feel like that, that, like, it, it would be crazy to think that the Giants are incapable of picking off the Vikings here. 
Yeah. And you got to think too, all the pressure here is on the Vikings. And that's something you got to take into consideration for a team that just has a ton of pressure on themselves because they're supposed to be this super good team and they want to prove everyone right. But uh, putting that much pressure on Kirk Cousins, I don't don't know if he's going to be able to withhold. Yeah, I think he can do it. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm taking them, so I do think he can, but that's oh, okay. definitely a concern of mine. Yeah. No, I also I saw that Michael Strahan uh, video this morning, and I just instantly so I was like, I have to take the Giants now. There's no way they lose you following this to. video. Um, if they win, do you think they're going to release another one? Uh, if they're smart, they would. That would be uh, that would be great if they just do it like every week. And just keep <laughs> releasing them all the way to the Super Bowl. Keep them coming. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I like Michael Strahan, by the way. I like, uh, I'm, a, I'm yeah. a fan of his. He Me does, uh, uh, he's got a nice little morning talk show. He does where it's like, uh, it's like 7 a.m. and you're not ready for it, but he always comes on the screen. Um, our nightcap is Ravens at Bengals. Uh, so a little update on the Ravens. So it's, uh, the Ravens are seven point underdogs currently. Uh, rap sheet, Ian Rappaport said, described Lamar Jackson playing this week as a uphill battle this morning. Mm. Take that, uh, as you will. I'm going to assume I, – I was going to assume Lamar is going to play, but I don't really know anymore. Uh, I don't think it really matters either way. I think the Bengals are going to dominate this game, just like you, they did last week. So here's some things to account for. Do you think it's – so let's say Lamar does play. Mm-hmm. Do you think that they've been scouting Tyler Huntley instead, and then now it throws off their scout if Lamar Jackson shows up? I bet they're preparing for Lamar, honestly. They just prepared for Tyler Huntley. They know what to expect. And then also, if Lamar shows up, he has a lower body injury. Are they preparing for a mobile quarterback who's now going to be less mobile with a uh, lower body injury? Who, who Who's the number one receiver in, on the Ravens right now? Um. Uh, it's probably uh, shoot. What's his name? Uh, Mark Andrews. Oh, Mark, Mark Andrews. Andrews. Yeah. Yeah. Mark Andrews. It's and probably Hollywood Mark Brown. Andrews. Yeah. So that, that I'm not. Uh, I'm a believer in Mark Andrews. By the way, if no, you're about to I, slander Mark Andrews on this I'm podcast, not about to, I'm not going to. I'm about happen. to slander the He's Ravens wide receiver player. core. Okay. That's because fair. I yeah I'm not uh, not too confident in if Lamar is not running around that the receivers can pick up the slack. Yeah, are you taking Rashad you're, Bateman? Um, so you're, you're going to take the Bengals. I'm taking the Bengals. Okay, and I'm going to take the Watkins. I'm taking the I'm taking the Ravens. Uh, I think that I so I I'm assuming Lamar is going to play. I'm going to assume he plays anyway. Uh, and even if he doesn't, like I don't think like the Ravens have been like super okay still with without him. Like he like Lamar hasn't played a month, and they they're still like you know they got ten wins. They're still pretty solid. Um. I mean, it also too like my issue with the Ravens has always been uh, on their secondary and defense that it just gets blown by by everyone, and they've kind of fixed it. Like it's not like perfect, but they've definitely like taken the criticism to heart and been like, "This ruins our season every year, guys. We have to fix it." And they've kind of fixed it. So, uh, like bringing that into the playoffs, like especially if they get Lamar back, like I, I wouldn't count. I, I wouldn't count this team out, especially at a touchdown. In the playoffs against their rival, the Bengals? No way. Yeah. Zach. I'm taking the Ravens in the points. Uh, you you're right. I mean, win? No, I don't think they're going to win. I think it's going to be a very close game. 
I wouldn't be. I mean, be honest with you. I think out of all these, it'd be the like least surprising if if the Ravens win. Um, I just, I mean, the NFC North, man. When they start playing each other, especially when it means something crazy, like they're they, they, these are these are battles. They're not blowouts. They're battles, and this is exactly what I think this game's going to be. That's fair. Um, how so? Here's here's my concern about this game. Is that is this potentially a Joe Burrow revenge tour? Always is. Always. Here's my. That's my concern. Count that guy out. Uh, What what was it? He just had a super awesome interview where he just said some legendary quote. Do you guys remember that quote? Yeah, it was after the game. He was they were were like, "How big do you think your window is?" And he's like, "My whole career. Like my window is my career." Oh, your Super Bowl window? Yeah. 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 But I mean, there, he, there's like a photo of him smoking a cigar every week, and it just gets like, I like, there's nothing is ever going to be cooler than that LSU, uh, video or whatever that oh, clip. Yeah. But like, he every other photo of him smoking a cigar is still really cool, like, it's still really good. <laughs> um, Are we concerned about his lungs at some point? No. no. How many How many cigars is this guy smoking? Well, I mean, it's also like it's a cigar. You're not supposed to put that into your lungs. He's he's taking he's being healthy. He's just smoking a cigar instead. He's smoking cigars. <laughs> he's being healthy. He's choosing a cigar. Uh, last game Monday night, Cowboys minus two and a half at Buccaneers. Um, fact: Tom Brady has never lost to the Cowboys. Ooh, he's never lost to the Cowboys. Uh, so uh, we're gonna go to Joey first for this one because uh, Joey is a firm believer. That come January, the Cowboys uh, don't know what to do with themselves. Uh, they don't know how to win games at this time of the year. Uh, is that going to continue for this, Joey? Because they're playing. Uh, absolutely. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, I, I've, I've kind of been saying both of these things all year, that the Cowboys uh, come January aren't, are not going to perform. And then I've also been saying Tom Brady's going to sneak into the playoffs and then he's going to play uh, some – I, I had been saying Daniel Jones, but now it's Dak Prescott, who has not been very impressive this year. Um, I don't think he's a great quarterback. Uh, and and I think the Buccaneers are going to get it done. The, the Mike Evans-Brady connection has been strong recently. Um, the Cowboys just did not look great yes, or last week. I'm not sure if they were trying or not, but it looked terrible. So, yeah, counterpoint. I think they're going to choke again. What what Counterpoint, Joey. Team that also looked terrible last week, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, but they sat everyone in the second half. That is true. Uh, here, my statement on this game is that whoever loses this game, their QB is going to really, really, really embarrass themselves because uh, whenever these teams have lost this season, their QB has looked absolutely horrendous. Uh, both Tom and Dak. Whenever they lose, they just uh, they've played horrendous games. Twelve interceptions. Uh, uh, a bunch of uh, bad passes. Like whoever loses is going to look really, really bad in prime time. Yeah, no, for sure. Also, uh, speaking of prime time, we were talking about Kirk Cousins in prime time. Tom Brady in prime time. Past three seasons, not that good. Really? Not that... No. What was the, what was the last time you remember Tom Brady winning a prime time game? I don't know, man. Exactly. When he went to the Super Bowl. Nope. That doesn't count. That, was, that, that, was a, that game's, that at, that game's at 2 yeah. o'clock. It's 2 o'clock. <laughs> that doesn't count. Yeah. Um, no, uh, I. with that being said, though, I'm going to take the Buccaneers. And I, I hate it. I hate it. I'm taking the Buccaneers. 
I do this every week. I want to hear your reasoning. You've kind of been defending the because Cowboys. Because they're, they're the Buccaneers. It's Tom it's Brady. It's Tom Brady. It's okay, yeah. it's Tom it's Brady. Tom Brady. And they're the, and it's the I care Cowboys. about you, Joey. I care about you. It's you Tom know, Brady and it's the Cowboys. You. I mean, come on. And they're at home, too. Like, I mean, like, this is just set up perfectly for, like, a 12 to 10 win. This is like, what I've been saying. It's just, it's going to, like, I, the Buccaneers also, they have a, they just have a better defense. Like, um, Who would they play after this game? If they win, um, the Eagles maybe. Oh, that would not be good for them. I, I'm not sure. Uh, that don't don't quote me on that. But uh, no, I just I don't know. I just I, it's one of those things where it's just like I don't have a ton of reasoning for it. I just it's a gut feeling, and you just you know how this works every time. I've seen this movie a million times. Like the I'm taking the Buccaneers. I'm not going to be fooled, but I can also, like I said, I will get every single one of these games wrong. So, uh. <laughs> The Buccaneers plus two and a half. Zach. I mean, there's no reason to go on a two minute like scenario of why I think the Buccaneers can win. Because literally, Grant, you said it, 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 word for word what I was going to say. I've, I've seen this movie, and you, it's like you know what you feel like you know what's going to happen. It's Tom Brady. Like I, I care about you, Joey. Like I care about you. I just, I just can't. It's Tom Brady. I'm gonna, I'm gonna what, take what Tom Brady. Nah, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a Stu Gotts quote. Anytime uh, somebody bets against Tom Brady, he's like, I care about you. I'm yeah, taking, I, I, I care I'm taking the Bucks too. Oh, well, I care about everybody <laughs> on this podcast. Um, it, it's yeah, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Tom Brady till I can't physically and and like until I cannot click that button for him anymore. Here's a period. It's a good thing we didn't do a competition because I think we have pretty like much all the different same. games. Yeah, <laughs> we, we all pretty much agreed. Yeah, no, I mean, there's not that many games. Like, and it's the wild card too. There's a lot of big spreads. Um. Like and I think like if we're just going chalk, like pick winners, like I feel like you can probably get like I don't know, you can get most of them right, probably, right? I don't know. Uh, you think? But this, but it's yeah, like, so I, probably not. I don't know. I I know what's gonna like. Here's what's gonna happen, right? Tom Brady, Sunday night, Saturday night, maybe Monday morning, even as late as he's gonna release some hype video. It's gonna be perfectly edited. It's gonna be brilliant for real. It's gonna get a bunch of shares. It's gonna say like LFG. A uh, bunch of exclamation points, but it's going to be a bunch of videos like the Buccaneers are down. He's back. Like Tom Brady comes out of retirement. He's back and he's going to be like, I'm here for one more ride wherever <laughs> music plays. Yeah. Bunch of, bunch of highlights, helmets cracking together. Um, and then he's going to go out there and he's going to win a game. That's probably going to be really ugly, but this is what Tom Brady does. Um, it's, and he's going to be like, everyone doubted us. And it's like, yes, because your team's not really that good. It was very reasonable to doubt you. Yes. Um, but like we've seen this a million times, guys. We oh, know yeah. exactly what's going to happen. No, yeah. Do we, I? And I'm not even mad about it because I like I like Tom Brady. I I think I'd rather see the Buccaneers move on to the Cowboys. I'm going to say that. You could also get a an NFL rigged because uh, the, the winner of this game plays the the Eagles, and you know the the Cowboys Eagles rivalry is always fun. Oh shoot, that is true. It could be um, an NFL rig aspect, but I feel like it's more NFL rig that they love Tom Brady. They want Tom Brady to keep winning. They, mm-hmm. that, that's keep, a good point. Also, let's keep it going. Yeah. It's like the if uh, the Bucks beat the Eagles, it's it's definitely NFL rigged. Okay, well, it, <laughs> I think we can say NFL rigged either way for this game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, it's like LeBron. Uh, it's like LeBron winning on Christmas every year. It's just rigged. Uh, that that'll do our preview. We need to appreciate all these games. I'm excited for Wild Card Weekend. Uh, what's on the show with uh, Trivia Joy? 
uh, what are our categories? All right, guys, we got uh, we got shoe companies, uh, NBA, and last last week we did uh, Big Ten, so we got SEC questions this week. Um, what do you I would like to, to see what's the category that's. I not, like all these categories. What's the category that's not shoes? Uh, NBA and SEC. I would personally, I would like to do NBA and SEC, but let's do it. I, I'll no, let, that's perfect. Okay. Yeah. Uh, was when it was shoes, it was was it like Louis Vuitton or was it like Nike? No, it's it's like uh, athletic shoe companies. I'm gonna go NBA and SEC. Yeah, let's do it. All right. All right. Go to uh, go let's to Zach. Start first. with the NBA. Yeah, NBA. Let's go with Zach. Um, Zach, who is the all-time leader in free throws made in the NBA? <laughs> free throws made or percentages? Free throws made. It's Kobe Bryant. It's not Kobe Bryant. Grant. I I feel like it's so I was gonna say like I think it's someone really weird who's getting fouled a bunch. Um is it it's probably a center, if I had to guess. Um maybe maybe Kareem, I'm gonna go with. Not Kareem. I didn't feel confident. Is it someone weird? Is it like um James Harden? It's like Bill it's Jerry West. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Really? Interesting. Yeah. How many? Weird, huh? Uh, who's, I, who's... I need to actually look that up. I don't know how many. Do you? Uh, what? Do you, where do you get these from? How do you not? What do you mean internet. you don't know? You just <laughs> the internet's always right. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'll just believe you. Um. Yeah. I mean, that was uh, uh, seven thousand one hundred sixty. That's so many free throws. That's so many free throws. Is it? Uh, is it attempted or made? Made. That's so many free throws. All right, yeah. What's the next NBA question? Holy cow! All right, um, all right, Grant. How many NBA championships have the Boston Celtics won? Isn't it? I think it's eleven. Isn't it? I think it's Zach, eleven. It's. Not I don't 11. know, but Joey, you were uh, not the not the buster bubble. You were you're dead wrong about that. Is it Kobe? Nah, uh, you. It's uh, and this what? this would have been my. It's Carl Malone, Moses Malone, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Oscar Robinson, Michael Jordan, Jerry West is all the way down at nine. Joey, dude, I, what is going on? Joey, you are the chief of trivia. You cannot be getting these. I wrong. was about to say there was no way that it was Jerry West. Who is where are you? Who is your source? So I need to. I can't. Okay. Uh, who's where did Why you get did this you have from? To do this to me, Zach. I got it. From I'm not. A, I just. I, I, I looked just up NBA sure, trivia, no... and that was on NBA trivia. Yeah, there's no way that was right. Are you? What, what are you looking at, Zach? What is your source? Um, so I've got multiple sites. I got BasketballReference.com. I got Ooh, uh, that's very NBAStats.com. Checks out. Um, I mean that's two for two. Yeah, so it's Carl Malone, which that makes a lot of sense because he's like the second or third lean scorer, and then it's uh, Moses Malone, which he you know he got fouled a lot, and then Kobe Bryant. Yeah, I mean, Joey, what do you have to say for yourself? Uh, I I, I can't say sorry because this is like five weeks oh. ago now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is I we literally said last time days without disaster. <laughs> it, we, I, we, I need to like moved triple to check one, my facts and now it's back to every zero. time now. One day we will have a perfect trivia episode. I, I, I apologize, it's like, Joe. It's like, like Joey. I, 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 it's like I Joey. love Jerry West. Yeah, but there's there's no way. <laughs> there's it's, it's no like, way. It's like Joey pitching a perfect game. He's searching for the perfect trivia round. 
I'm just gonna try and get try and it get, shouldn't be this hard. Try and do no, try really and do no errors. <laughs> try and this do is the, not a hard task. Try and not mess it up. <laughs> <laughs> this is okay. this is not very hard to come What's, up with questions that are right. Okay, my my guess though is eleven. For it's the not Celtics. eleven. Can I trust you though? <laughs> I'm gonna look it up again. Uh, okay, Zach, why don't you guess then while he looks it up? This is so broken. It's the, it's yeah. the worst trivia we've it's ever done. Awesome. Um, <laughs> this is so broken. Ice 12? 17. Se- 17? Did you look it 17. up or is that your guess? I do, yeah, I got it. Yeah, my answer, my, Zach, what are you doing now? Stop looking, looking it up. up. I have some. I guess 12. So have... 12. 12. My guess is 12. I was wrong. It's 17. Okay. Yeah, they have 17 overall titles, but Did 15 your NBA phone championships. I'm just double-checking, man. I'm just making sure, you know? God, I, mean, this is I a- love Joey to death, but that Jerry Westman, right. I was like... All right, no. <laughs> All right. Zach, all right, what's what's our next category? I forgot. SEC? SEC. We got SEC. SEC. <laughs> okay, all right. We trust you, Zach. You're- all right, SEC. Um, all right, Grant. I'm going to ask you this question. The SEC yeah. expanded to 12 teams in 1990. Uh yeah. They added two teams. Which two teams did they add? Okay. I asked you this because I think Zach knows it. He 100% knows it based off that little dance he did. I'm going to go with they added. Don't overthink it, Grant. Kentucky and Missouri. No. Arkansas and the fighting Gamecocks in South Carolina. That's correct. Okay. Well, I feel like it was I just, Arkansas they, and South Carolina. Those those teams are all synonyms for each other. Those are all <laughs> those are all the same. Those are all the same schools doing the same thing, right? They they in terms of SEC relevance, those schools have all done the same thing twelve times in a row they, <laughs> since nineteen ninety. Or I guess now that's yeah, that's like thirty years now. But yeah, uh, they've all done the same thing thirty years in a row. All right, those are all synonym schools outside of Kentucky's basketball runs. They've all done the same thing. Um, okay, that's then. a great so, question, though, Joy. That's a great question. Good so, uh, Joey, you, need, you need a pat on the back occasionally. We gotta, we gotta <laughs> yes, lift you up. I needed a win, guys. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> uh, since we're talking about SEC relevance, Zach, how many different schools won a national SEC schools won a national championship during the BCS era 1998 Ooh. to 2013? Bonus points if you can name all, all of them. I'm trying to go through it in my head right now. Should we do so in the BCS area? Era, era, 1998 to 2013. How many different schools won a national championship? National SEC championship. schools. Five. That is correct. Ooh, Florida, Tennessee, yep. Auburn, yep. Alabama, LSU. Yep. Yes. Boom. Oh my wow. goodness! Just wow. killed that. Wow. I was gonna say four. I forgot about Florida. Oh, wow. Tennessee was the one I was struggling with. So it yeah, feels like ninety eight. Come on, it was nineteen ninety eight. Feels like yeah, feels like ninety eight. How could you forget? That was the first yeah. thing I thought of. I was like, oh, ninety eight. It's Tennessee. <laughs> That's the only. I just know that. Like, I totally forgot about Tim Tebow. I can't believe I forgot about him. Dang, those were okay. You ended strong there, Joy. You yeah, ended I mean, much stronger than you started. Yeah, we gotta reevaluate this trivia department, though. This is getting ridiculous. That was good. Uh, Those are good, though. That was good. That, the free throw question was great. I mean, that's a, that's a really good question. I, yeah, it would have been a good question if I if got the right, answer if, right. You know? <laughs> when I saw Jerry West, I was like, okay, but I didn't decide to double check. I was like, but, that's weird. But so, so you there's... saw it and you're like, well, that's just wrong. Let me write it down anyway. 
well, I, that's why that's why I wrote it down because I was looking at the leaders in the NBA. It, that's it had a bunch of questions, and I was like, oh, these guys definitely won't know the free throw leader. What are the other ones? Is it like most NBA well, it championships? Was like, it was like three Tony point Snow. leader. No, like, like that's Curry, right? Curry, uh, Curry, uh, Reggie Miller, Ray out. Yeah, and then it's like rebound, um, which I thought you guys would know. Most and then points, the everyone league. knows points. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Hey, real quick, I thought free um, throws would be interesting, but I just got it wrong. Our boy Jokic had another just historic stat line the other night. What was it? Uh, he took five shots. Okay. He was <clears throat> he shot a hundred percent, and he had sixteen assists. That's a lot he's the first first player since Jalen Rose to have a perfect shooting percentage and over fifteen percent of NBA basketball game. That's crazy. But I love Jokic, but it's it's in, it's but so three times now I've bet on him to get a triple double, and <laughs> and three times, it, it, like the only three times he has not gotten a triple double this year, like like one time. The Nuggets beat the Clippers 110 to like 50, and he sat out the entire second half. I was like, "Oh my god, like I can't win!" Oh, that's a bad beat. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that, Joey. What are the What are the odds on hitting a triple double? Is like plus 250 or something? Yeah, yeah, it was something like that. Jokic, I mean, they're well, let's see, they're 28 and 13. I think he's probably had like 23 or 24 triple doubles this year or something. Yeah, like and that. every time he doesn't oh is when I bet God, on him to do it. So good. Can you believe that he's so had 24 good. triple doubles already this season? It's oh. it's poetry, man. It is like I tell, like we were chatting, like I, I was talking to a friend. It's you have to see it to believe it. And then when you watch it on TV after you've seen it with your own eyes, it's just like this isn't like it's truly incredible. That's a wild. That's a wild stat. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, that's our show. We'll be back real quick. Oh, Wait, friend, friend of the out. show, Jay House, uh, is being honored at the Auburn basketball game uh, Saturday night against Mississippi State. Uh, hero of the night. Ooh. Uh, so yeah, congratulations. Thank yeah, you. For congrats, show. Jay House. Round of yeah. applause, Jay House. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. All right. Well, uh, yeah. Now that's our show. Uh, we'll be back to recap uh, Super Wild Co Weekend on Monday.